Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom Here at United Queendom, we're big fans of box menswear. For boxers, briefs, jocks, tracksuits, swimwear and so much more, head over to boxmenswear.com for stellar deals, worldwide shipping and some killer eye candy. I'm Ed Dyson and this is my co-host Sam Dyler and this is United Queendom Podcast. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) It's 2057 and season 13 is almost finished. And this week it's the reunion! That was my... um... (gasps) Oh, oh, it's been a wonderful 50 years, but I'm ready for it to end as much as I'm ready for my life to end. That sounds more like a Prince Philip impression. Yeah, and his life is over, you asshole. Yes, we dedicate this episode to... No, we don't. Um, we've already had our arguments about Prince Philip this week. Let's keep them off air. <laughs> Rating this episode out of 10 as we are famed to do. So, Sam, what is your rating for the reunion? Um, well, I always feel the reunion is a bit like filler, so I'm going to give it a six. Yeah, I knew you would go low. Um, so I usually enjoy the reunion, especially, I mean, in some seasons, it's been my favourite episode. Like, season two had a very explosive, iconic reunion. Season nine. Well, it's different when they're all sat there together, though, isn't it? And they're, and it's all like, oh, my God, oh, my God, you said this. And you get to see the shady looks, like, as and when they happen. But this has been, obviously, like, piecemeal <coughs> and a bit like, you know, like, you've like they weren't even all on the same Zoom together at any point. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, if usually the reunion's good because if the season has had a lot of drama, then it's a time to kind of air it all out but this season really hasn't had that much drama I mean there was the argument with Candy and Tamisha but since then I mean there was and we we could like I mean why wasn't there a zoom between those two but the the problem is I think with especially with a um, like a zoom sort of like call and you get you know that bounce back or you get like you know delays etc you can't have a proper argument with you well fuck yeah fuck you oh well can you just wait a second fuck fuck you oh you know you can't you can't you can't really you know get your get your insults in sync unlike unlike joey J, who got his all of his in sync in <laughs> if you want to think of a really biting comeback and it doesn't come to you you can just pretend to be frozen for three seconds and then come up with the <laughs> witchiest response um, but yeah i know i know what you mean it's weird that um they weren't all together on the zoom but i also do think because of the season being the way it is there wasn't really that much to talk about but candy and tamisha having it out would have been good so that was a bit of a missed opportunity However, I did find this episode weirdly entertaining, and I'm not sure why, because mm-hmm. I can kind of tell that it's a bit shit, but I just seemed to, <laughs> I watched it yesterday, um, and then again today, and I just kept finding it entertaining against my better judgment, so I'm going to give it an 8, and I, I am willing, oh. willing to come down to a 7, Sam, so. Oh, I, if you would, I mean, the, the thing that I did find, I did like about it was the, um, you know, was all the rando music videos, but we're going to go and rate them individually, I think, um, but... As, uh, other than that, I mean, you know, the questions, so there was, and, but there was a lot of recap, as in like, this is what we did this year, which I know they always do, but for, for people who recap the show on a weekly basis, that doesn't leave us with a lot to do, you know? Well, usually the recapping is annoying, but it's like, 
this season started in the mid 90s really so i think we <laughs> the early episodes you do have to remind yourself what happened because it is almost like a history lesson but, but that is one thing i think that i will say however like you know when the, you know they say how kamora oh she left in the first week like i totally remember kamora because she was there for five episodes before she left so that's the one good thing i will say about it that i i remember them all simply because we had so much time with them before even the competition began yeah, I'm not sure this episode needed to be an hour and 20 minutes longer. That is actually <laughs> over movie length. So I do think there could have been a bit of trimming of the fat, but do you know what? Candy's still here. <laughs> <laughs> she would call you a that is, that is a peach. <laughs> and we definitely didn't need to see in the recaps clips from Utica's roast again. I think we're all a bit triggered by that. So. Oh, so triggered. Yeah, but yeah, we get each of the queens gets their own moment in the spotlight, which is quite nice. First up, we get first eliminated Kamara Hall from the House of Hall. He was wearing this like weird black tinsel <laughs> wig. I like. I really like that wig. There's definitely got um, Studio Fifty Four vibes about it, and um, you know they did the obviously she did the gag. We're like, oh, I'm late doing my you know doing my makeup, and then obviously she talked about. Um, inclusivity about being an Asian queen and stuff and like what the fans said to them that's one theme that I think throughout the whole episode is good that they all I mean obviously they all said how you know they'd been reached out to by fans that liked their particular jam whatever it was about so um that's a good thing no Sam you say fans that all the rest of the queen said fans Kamara actually said she had one person message her <laughs> saying thanks for representing a thanks for being Asian it's, I think it's a bit cringe if you've been on a globally um, watched show and one person messaged you I think you, you, might as, you could have exaggerated it Kamara and just said a few people said it because it just it, it ruins the impact a little bit I would I would take I would take that though and be like oh my god thank you so much to my fan fan for, for all the love and support that's like the got make joke, isn't it? I love all your hit. Um, but Kamara still, after the many, many years of the season, still can't say, I was rooting for us. No, that was funny because she obviously just marked... She, I, was root, I was rooting for us, but I think... Um, like the emphasis, the emphasis, the emphasis was on the wrong syllable. I think, um, you know, she had she had to say I was rooting for us, but she kept saying I was rooting for us. But then she still fucked it up at that last minute as well. But they kept that in, I think, and then she didn't do it properly. I still don't think she gets it's a reference to Tyra Banks. So I think she's has never seen the original clip. I think if someone showed her that, we would see a lot more progress in this area. Um, but some, something we did. I mean, Kamara's the only one. I was thinking about it. The cast. I think everyone because it was such a long season. Everyone got a bit of a shining moment. Yeah. I think Kamara's the only one who didn't really, because she never did anything well on the show, mm. besides wearing a nice dress. But then, but then usually, but then usually the queen that goes in the, the first week doesn't does let gets way less than Kamara, and you completely forget who they are altogether. And this is why at least she got that. Usually, the person who goes in the first week, they're just just one bad performance and leaves. Whereas Kamara got mm. the chance to do about four bad performances. And but lots of and no, but I mean like because because they, they go through her looks and she did like about four or five looks before she even left. So so that's not bad. But what I mean is, this is why I'm really glad that they did do this in this reunion and gave them all an opportunity to showcase mm. what they're good at. Because I thought she was really good in this video. She did mm. um, on Vogue. Well, well, let's well let's rate the video. So are we going to do hit or shit for each video or uh, marks up ten? So I think we should do hit or shit for the video, but I have ranked them all in order. So maybe when we get to the end, we can go one to nine, and we can hear your one to nine. Or you might not have ranked yours, because I'm going to pre-warn you. I didn't know it was your idea. 
<laughs> no, I didn't say let's rank them. I said let's review them individually. But uh, you said they were ranked. But it's the <laughs> but as as usual with you, you uh, decide something and then tell me on the day in front of my face. Um, but I but I will be able to. I will. I think I'll be able to rank them at least with my top three by the end. Sam and I have our podcast meetings on air. We just find it keeps things exciting. We really do. Let's. <laughs> I'll see you. I'll see you for the recording when we'll also have our content meeting at the same time. <laughs> we'll also be having our redundancy meeting next week uh, live on Monday's episode. <laughs> <laughs> and four or five shit episodes in, in between, just where we have shit. <laughs> Well, we've done worse. Um, so, what did you think of Kamara's take on on Vogue? Something um, I'm gonna say hit. Like there was a, um, there was like I love the song anyway, but there was a storyline to it. She looked beautiful. I mean, and there was some comedy bits. I don't know if it was supposed to be comedy, but you know when she takes the head towel off and a massive wig falls out that was clearly not in that in that towel. That made me laugh. That made me laugh. And um, but the stuff in the bath and the fizzy drink and like you know I I, I loved it and her, and, her, and she looked beautiful and her makeup looked beautiful throughout. That is literally me, what I think I look like in lockdown. But the <laughs> reality would be very different. But she did look beautiful. And knowing Kamara, well, I don't know Kamara, but I bet she didn't mean that. Knowing Kamara as I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing was, when this started, I didn't think, I didn't clock on straight away that every queen was going to get one. So I thought just Kamara had randomly made this video and insisted on <laughs> them showing it. But um, so it was a bit weird at first. I was like, what is actually going on? But I thought she looks beautiful. It's great, and I give it a hit as well. Um, but it did go to the the lower end of my chart. But I also like, but as I said, like the storyline to it, like um, somebody like you know the date came round, and then like she had a sneaky look at the camera, and the and the and the date was on the bed in the background. She's given him something he can feel. Do you know what I mean? There was there was. It's hard to get a bit of a storyline in what two and a half minutes. So I think she did well there. I couldn't see what she, uh, was on her phone. It felt like we were meant to be able to see those messages, but I couldn't see them. Put your glasses on then. <laughs> Should have been spectators. Um, what I'd like to know is, do you think that Drag Race paid for these videos, or do you think they had to pay out of their own money? Well, they said they produced them themselves. So I think, um, especially in this day and age, you can you can do a decent music video on your iPhone, and then I don't know whether you know. I don't know whether she, I thought the cutting was really good, like the editing was fantastic, and I don't know. They probably, you know, because it was off their own back. They especially when you look at some of them. Some of them are way better than others, so I don't think they were like, okay, we you just film, you film what you want, and then we'll get we'll get our professionals in to come and edit it. I think they literally said, you've got two and a half minutes, give us what you've got, and then and then they just and then they and I think Kamora as well, like we've already discussed before, that she's got a bit of you know dollar in the bank, so I think she filmed it herself, but then got like a professional friend to 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 edit it really well. Well, the cutting might be good, but I prefer uncut. But let's not get too personal. Um, <laughs> they do. I really love this bit that they did, which is uh, for the top four queens who don't get their own video, they get um, a 69 questions, which is a, a parody of uh, what Vogue did. Uh, were you aware so of that? It's, it's the 70, qu- 70 questions with Vogue. And obviously they did 69 because it makes it rude. And like, and I actually, weirdly enough, I watched one with Phoebe Waller-Bridge the other day and... Um, I mean, it's very similar the way they've done it because obviously they give they give them the questions before. I mean, no one obviously comes across as rehearsed and fake as uh, Rose, but like, I mean, it's very you can tell you can tell that they that like I mean, and also like their personality comes across. And I did think even with the Phoebe Waller Bridge one that I, you know, that I I 
I could tell that it was sort of rehearsed or this or that, and it, you know, so I, I, I liked it, but I, I preferred the, I prefer, I preferred like, you know, the slightly shabby videos personally. I just rewatched Solar Fleabag because it is one of the greatest shows of all time, and I love it mm. so much. Mm. Did you clock when you first watched it that we never find out the, her name, Fleabag's name? Because I totally missed that the first two, three yeah, watches. You do. You don't. It's Sarah. <laughs> what? Are you fucking punking me? Oh, you, you got me then. You got me, gal. Sarah. Sarah, my ass. Why did you do that to me? But did you notice when you first watched that we never found out a name? Because it completely passed me by. Well, no, not really. I mean, like, I just sort of... Because when it's something where they... When it's something where they looked at the camera... So Sarah looks at the camera quite a lot in um in Fleabag. And, um, and you know, but you... Because you sort of think that... If you're in with the character, you often don't necessarily know what their name unless somebody actually refers to them by their name. And, and I, <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't really think about it, to be honest. No, it's very cleverly done. But I'd love that. The, the new BAFTA award-winning series, Sarah, coming to the BBC. <laughs> um, <laughs> but what did you... Oh, so I just have to say, the reason why I was aware of the Vogue, power, uh, the Vogue 70 questions is because the Victoria Beckham one was went quite viral. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. No, it was it was really good. Yeah, I really liked <laughs> it. Because she was so cringe. Because she like they didn't give her the questions beforehand. <laughs> Maybe they only did that like in the later ones. <laughs> I rewatched it recently because I find it so funny. But at one point, the question is, if you could get rid of one thing in the world, what would it be? Victoria That's doesn't walk around her shop, and she just turns over her shoulder and goes. AIDS. <laughs> so, so cringe. And if I could recommend any video to anyone in the world to watch listening to this, <laughs> this woman does a parody of it where she walks around a news agents pretending to be Victoria Beckham and the Vogue thing. And it is one of the funniest videos I've ever seen on Oh my God, who is it that does that? I don't know who she is, but she's hilarious. If you put Victoria Beckham Vogue parody into YouTube, it'll come up and she gets asked the same question. What would you get rid of if you get rid of anything? She goes, Sarah's And she just like <laughs> parodies Victoria Beckham. Scoliosis. <laughs> but what did you think of Got Mixed Take on the 69 questions? Uh, I know you wanted 69 Got Mixed, but that's another story. Well, no, I, I don't anymore. I've decided. Um, She's gone far with the Botox, it has to be said. Well, I mean, I think she looks good, but. Um, but obviously, there's a lot of fast forwarding. You don't, because obviously, each of uh, the actual ones. The actual 70 questions are about 10, 15 minutes long. And um, this is obviously like, you know, much for much more reduced. So they obviously just use the best bits for each of them. But um, I don't know. I, I didn't like hers wasn't the best of the four. I agree. She was fine, but it wasn't too memorable. She was charming as ever. But um, I mean, you've suggested you thought Rose's was bad, but we're going to come to blows over that. And, you know, I love blows. We're going to come to blows. the one bit i did like of got mixed was she said what couldn't you live without she says i couldn't live without my top four sisters i'm kidding it's my fucking phone (laughs) it's my fucking phone (laughs) so next up we have joey J, and i have to say i do think got representing the trans community has slightly overshadowed joey J's representation of the gay community which i think is a is quite a big deal as well well i mean we she's very she's one of these very rare queens that is gay like fully and it's very brave we're very brave and talks about it and i think um representation wise i mean i agree i agree i think you know got me being trans is like sort of like you know 
it's been a bit transcendental compared to um to to Joey J's gayness. But I but I but I still think I still think, you know, they, they made a point of it and Rue again says quite clearly that how surprised she is that, you know, that Joey J's gay. It's surprising, but uh, I'm feel inspired. I might come out soon. Probably not now. No, not not yet. You've just moved house, babes. Yeah, there's a lot going on. So I want you to say at some point in this episode who you think came across best in the reunion. Because it's between two for me, and one of them is Joey J. I find it very entertaining. Oh, right, okay. Do you want me to say who my other, who one of mine is? Seems you've got to say one. It's like you. It's like you. Well, it's like you getting to open a present on Christmas, like like Christmas Eve, and then me not getting to open a present. So I'm going to open a present and say Denali was my one. Well, I thought you could wait till we get to the person and say, it, but you have said it now, and so we know. Spoilers: yours is Denali. I mean, the thing is, I'm judging on reunion making me like someone more than I did. So I already well, really liked Denali. Oh, right, yeah. She was great again. <laughs> so Joey J still doesn't get the um, Poison Ivy bag gag. And I'm like, how are these queens still, like, the Kamara rooting thing? And it's like, are you still not getting this? It's like, is she just playing up to it as a joke? The, oh, what, the, about the bag challenge? No. No, I agree. I completely agree with her. I'm sorry. I agree with her at the time and I agree with her again now. It's an an IV bag is a bag. A poison IV bag isn't a bag. She's wearing IV bag, but she has poison IV as part of the costume. Yeah, that's true. But obviously that's an intentional pun. That's not just... But why do they keep saying... Po- but they kept saying poison IV bag and it isn't. It's an IV bag. That's the bag. Poison IV bag is a way of emphasising the joke, that the visual joke that the outfit is. Yes, poison ivy bag's not a thing, but it's just, it's the pun. Yeah, no, I just, I'm sorry, I'm with, I'm with Joey J here, and like, and I, I do like the fact Oh, you gays stick together. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm gay, and I really do need to stick together with my brethren. Well, ironically, Joey J might not be gay soon, because Candy Muse is still after him, and if anything was going to turn me straight, it would be that. <laughs> do you think, so she teases as if she's had sex with Candy Muse, do you think... That made me feel, that made me feel a bit nauseous, I'm not going to lie, um... Uh, I don't know what that was about. I think that, um, yeah, she was just like, oh, I just like, don't worry. She's like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, guys. And it's like, well, no one's actually worried about it. They just want to know, like, you know, have you, I'm I'm, I'm worried for, I'm worried for her health. But, you know, that's, that's just. I'm worried for her health. Yeah, agreed. Um, what do you think? of uh, the video that Joey J did, which was hey, a lip sync. I love, I loved it. I just loved it. I absolutely fucking loved it. It was so ridiculous. Was that, were all, were all five of them, were they all Denali? Well, sorry, were they not Denali? <laughs> were they all Joey J? Like, were they all just Joey J dressed up? I had the same question. On the first feeling, it wasn't clear to me. I didn't know if some of the other queens had joined in. No, I thought the one, the one on the left, the one on the left looked like the guy from the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> yeah, but then on the second viewing, I was like, think it is all Joey J, but they, they must have done the makeup very well because he, he was not recognisable apart well, from... That's the point though, isn't it? That's that's the point, that the makeup was amazing, the wigs were amazing, but also, I mean, it must be so fucking difficult to have done the same dance moves and then cut them all together like that. I mean, that is, that's, that's some quality work, I have to say. It must have taken ages, and I love the song I Want You Back by NSYNC. Like, NSYNC has loads of good songs. And then obviously, and then obviously the gag at the end is that Lance Bass is there with her hair. Oh, God. I know that was a funny bit. Do you think that they were already friends? Um, 
Well, so random, isn't it? Like, how did this happen? Like, what? I think they must have known each other already, and um, like she just like like um, Joey J like put in a call and said, I think it'd be really funny if you came into my gym. Like, it's not like Lance is busy. Let's be honest, um, Lance Lance Bazzizzi. Um, I just think that yeah, he was just like, oh, just come and just come and like just jump in at the end as a little cameo. It'll be really funny, and and it was. But the, the thing that made me laugh the most about this is what. I do think like my one of my favorite themes for the whole episode is that is that RuPaul is not involved at all, hasn't seen the videos, and and it's not live in any shape or form. So like she like she just says so somebody's obviously said to RuPaul, oh oh Joey J's is it's set in a bar. So at the end she goes, <laughs> don't forget to tip your bartender. <laughs> like not even like oh my god look at that was Lance Bass, which is what she would do normally, but she obviously hasn't seen it. Well, I think um, Lance Bass was like, there has to be a cameo, and you know what? It's going to be me. It's going to be me. Um, it's going to be me. Yeah, I did actually find RuPaul quite funny in this episode. I thought she had some good little quips. Obviously, yeah. like you say, I don't think she knew what she was saying. She was just reading them out, but I was quite yeah. enjoying it. Um, so for me, Rosé's 69 Questions, I thought was amazing, and it almost made me want her to win again. Oh, my God. No, it was just so, it was just so classic Rosie. It was just really smug. It was really like, I mean, like, oh, like, what's, what's the, what's, what's the vice you want to keep? Kamala Harris. Oh, I was nearly sick in my mouth when she said that. Give me a fucking break. And it was just like, it was just, it was just so much like, like, you know, leering at the camera and spinning around. It was just like, oh, it was too much. (laughs) (laughs) But she did that really funny face for the meme thing which I actually laughed out loud at which shows how uh, basic my humour is and I found it funny when she said who was it who would play you in a film or something she said Jennifer Aniston <laughs> and when she, she did means, Scottish, she means and didn't it come here from me oh did she was that not a joke with Jennifer Aniston no no it wasn't a joke oh I thought she was being ironic maybe I don't think so maybe I'm giving her too much credit you are well I just thought it funny that maybe actually I was laughing out and not with her but um, yeah. I have some choice words to say about her at the end of the episode. There was another bit she did that I found very robotic when they gave her speeches okay. at the end. Okay. Rosebotic. <laughs> <laughs> you and your rosé puns are coming in this So, one of our faves, Tamisha Iman. You should like, didn't you? It's not just me. <laughs> I loved it. And we, and not, not, not once, but twice, we get to hear us. We get to hear us say, "I said what I said, and I said what I said." They they use that clip twice. So good, they used it twice. I love it. Or it could just be separate clips because she did say it quite a few times, memorably. So didn't she? I said what I said, and I said what I said. Um, <laughs> but she delivers another iconic line for me. This one, which is, "Candy and I will never be friends." I wouldn't have changed anything, but if the camera was not there, I would have hit her. And I just love how that starts <laughs> off so nice. But she was. But she also says. Also says the classic line. Well, I would. I wouldn't wish her any ill will. <laughs> I wouldn't wish her any ill will, but I would punch her fucking face in. <laughs> I know, but like, but saying, but saying you wouldn't wish someone ill will means that, like, you know, like the next step is to wish them ill will, and then that's like, oh, I wish they had a car crash. Like, so, oh, the fact that you won't wish her ill will, oh, bless you. That just means you hate them, but you wouldn't act on it. That's the nicest thing I can think to say about them. Yes. I don't want them to die. Listen, I don't want them to die a horrible death and all their horrible family, but I'm not saying anything else. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she was iconic. And what did you think of her video to her original <laughs> song, Arrogant? <laughs> <laughs> 
I loved it. And the thing is, I know it was all to do with just quotes from the show. And, um, but it was so, the way she sort of like spoke the words in the video and, um, you know, shuffled about with her colostomy bag. I just thought it was fantastic. She spoke the words like she was Grace fucking Jones. And, you know, she did some of the dance moves. I thought like, you know, of all of them, I mean, especially like, but the other original ones were not as good as this. Like, I mean, the um, the production and the dancers and they were all tight and the um, and like the lighting and just I just I just thought it was fantastic. I agree. I loved it. And I also think, like you said, the original ones, I think, deserve a little bit more credit just because they didn't pick a song, which, by the way, they have to pay for the rights to any song they use. So Drag Race has uh, splashed out a bit just by letting a few of them lip sync to like NSYNC and like. Uh, that's probably why they're a bit shorter. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but um, I like that to me she did her original and like her things she was referencing were iconic. Whereas later on, Tina Burner references a lot of stuff. That... Oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, so to me she was one of my favourites, and I definitely think she should be back for All Stars. She. A hundred percent. It was hit for me. Definitely a hit. Um, so then we get to the Q and A's. It's weird that the queens are like asking each other questions. It's like, did Rue just really wasn't feeling it? <laughs> like, usually he'd be asking them. Yeah, no, I told you. Like Rue comes, Rue comes in for those bits on the stage. Like, so they do, they like, you know, we talk about production values quite a lot. Like, it's like they would have said, okay, right, this this bit, you're coming off of a video for so and so, so just say something like that was great, and then carry on with it. So she would have done, she would have done the whole thing in like a couple of hours, and that was it. Yeah. Um, so in this bit, it was Joey J, Tamisha Iman, and Kamara. Um, I thought Joey stole the show in this one. I thought she was really funny. I liked her big hair, and I liked when she was asked fan question, would you ever wear big hair? And she's like, well, this is awkward. But I like that Tamisha was like, that is not big hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is a cute exchange, but nothing too memorable in it. Mm. Um, next up, we had Candy doing her 69 questions thing, which I think... Mm, no, it wasn't my least favourite. It was my second least favourite. What did you think? Um, it was my third least favourite. So third out of four. I've got a first, I've got a second, and then Candy Muse. Well, that's the same as mine. I said it's my second from the bottom. That is third. Oh, right. Oh, that is the same then. Yeah, that is the same then. Uh, we are going mathematical. <laughs> we did not get school from fucking math, okay? <laughs> I just think, you know, again, quite aggressive, like, you know, but then... But me? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but then the um the interviewer says something it says like tries to give her like a tongue twister, like, and knowing that she's got a lisp, and she says, fuck off, and I think, you know, well played for that. That was funny. I the bit that I really didn't like was I don't know she's kind of joking, but it said, "Who do you look up to most?" And she's like, "Myself, because I'm an icon." And I'm like, mm. she actually does believe that though. She looks up to herself, and I'm just like, yeah. Mm. She just well. kind of. I mean, I have warmed to her a lot, but she she don't always make it easy. I've warmed to her a lot, but for me, especially after this whole episode, you know, like she is living and being in this position that Denali should be in, so. Listen, I don't wish her any ill will, but <laughs> if the cameras went on, I would fucking punch her lights out. Probably murder her, to be honest, no, I'm joking. Um, so next up we have, actually, the second person who I warmed to most in this episode, which was Lala Ree, who I've always found a bit charming, but this episode, she was just cracking me up. I couldn't even understand oh, what she was, she was saying, but she was like, hey, girl, hey, child, and it was just like, 
everything she yeah. said was just making me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I thought she looked good. I loved that black outfit. The hair was mm. a little bit, could have had a bit more volume, but um, mm. she looked great. She sounded... It was, it was a bit wet look again. Like, you know, we don't like that. Yeah, we don't like Blair's and greasy hair, do we? <laughs> Blair's and greasy hair. So what did you think, Hitoshi, of La Larie's original rapping music video featuring um, someone whose name I've forgotten? It was Ocean Kelly, um, and I'm going to give it a shit. I'm going to give it a shit. Oh, I give it a hit. I really, this is one of my favourites. I thought it was mm. shit, but I, I found it really entertaining because it was so, like, trashy. And like, it was really, it was really, it was she rapped, she certainly rapped a lot better than, um, than Tina Burner. And the worst rapper of all time. Um, I just think, um, La La Re, yeah, it was, it was good. It was like a, it was like a pseudo sort of, um, Missy Elliott with one T. Um, I think it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was all right, but it wasn't great. Missy Elliott with one T. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the T. Um, so I, I assume we have the least favourite um, uh, 69 questions then, because it's the last one, Simone. No, this was my number one 69 questions. Are you fucking joking? I loved it. <laughs> Can you explain why? Because... So who was your least favourite then, if Candy was third, was Got Mickey or Lisa? Rose was my... Oh, one. Rose, of course, yeah, sorry. It was, it was Simone at the top, and then Got Mick, and then, um, and then Candy Muse, and then Rose. Like, I sort of, she said, what's your favourite, what's your favourite saying of all time? She said, fuck off, you fucking fuck. <laughs> that's my favourite, that's my favourite saying of all time too. That she'd even a compliment, but yes. that, that was the one good bit. But the rest of it, she was doing that really annoying voice. But like, it, I don't mind when she does it in challenges. But this was just meant to be an interview, and she's just kind of, she almost seemed high. She was just like floating around, going. Yeah. There was a good. There was just, just for me. There was a good mix of comedy and and um, and seriousness, and like you know, being grateful to be there. It was just a good mix of all of them for me. Sorry. Okay. Well, the sixty nines we disagree on, but. No change yeah, we there. do. Um, yeah. Elliot with two T's, not Missy Elliot with one T. She gives an interview next, which I found very, very boring. I don't know if there's any bit in it you thought was a standout. Um, no, not really. And um, she's still sort of standing by that terrible cockatoo outfit. And um, and and she and she just and she's just. Uh, I, but the thing is, it was classic. It was classic Elliot with two T's. Like you know, the whole like you know, just like brandishing those talons that she's got on being like I just can't but the, oh, the one thing I did think was quite funny as well was that she was like she was like I just can't believe that Kamara said that my voice was annoying and it was like well, no one's told you that in the past <laughs> yeah and when you say that you have to make an effort not to say it annoyingly because otherwise yeah, just... yeah exactly and she's like well just see she's bait or what did she say she's a mess or something she's just a mess or like you know something ridiculous that's and that's what and that's the sort of thing that would have been perfect if they're all been in the room together. Do you know what I mean? Should have been like, well, come on, why do you think my mind is annoying? <laughs> I think it's because of COVID. I think that the show usually orchestrates more drama, but I think they think that because everyone's struggling with stuff this year, that oh, um, yeah. they're trying to show things more positively. Um, yeah, what did you use. think of Elliot's lip sync? She didn't do an original. She did Hideaway uh, by I can never say is it Kaiser. It's Kaiser. Um, I love. <laughs> um, I loved it. I. I mean, like it. It's hard to top the original of the video, which is just fucking iconic. Um, so that's hard. But um, actually, I thought it was. I thought it was brilliant. I'm going to give it a massive hit because I think um, she did. She did. The, the, the choreo was great. I mean, it was you know a, a 
a few mistakes, but um, other than that, I thought I thought she was I thought she was brilliant in this bit. And plus, I love the song anyway, so um, I just can't um, no, I can't really fault it to be honest. Yeah, I think it was a hit. I love the choreography. I love the dancing. I did think her face was a bit dead in it, so it's a lip sync. So the dancing was great, but she wasn't giving. I know she has a lot of Botox, so I wasn't getting a lot of face. But I guess it's not an emotional, too emotional a song. It's kind of. So maybe it worked. No, I mean, well, there's no, well, there's no emotion in the song at all. This is, but it was, a, it's like it's classically known as, um, you know, the Kaiser song, obviously. But the video is like it's because it, the video. I think the video was cut maybe twice or three times, but it looks like it's one cut the whole time, and that's why it's so incredible. But it's basically down to Kaiser's dancing, and it's just the and the dancers that it's just that like, it's just one great piece of choreo after another so I think she was obviously trying to recreate that and it wasn't obviously as good it never would be but I thought it was you know a damn good shot at it I thought it was maybe this is just me overanalyzing I thought it was a bit of a choice to have two black backing dancers when she's had her controversy controversy earlier in the season about comments about Black Lives Matter it's almost like oh I didn't know I didn't notice that I think you're reading too much into that babes they were, well you couldn't not notice and they were so hot I mean they were really good dancers but I just thought oh. It's almost like Sex in the City when they tried to like have Jennifer Hudson play an assistant to make up for diversity. And, like, oh right, yeah. Look, you got a black assistant now, see? And I'm and I'm fine with her working for me. And not racist. My backing dancers are black. See? Like, <laughs> <laughs> look, all of my all of my staff are black. I'm not racist. <laughs> so, but yeah, I did enjoy it. I give it a hit. Um, and then Elliot and Lala do their Q and A, which is one of my favourite ones. And, yeah. But they think they're the dancing queens of the season and they're arguing between each other. And I'm like, hello, Denali. Neither yeah. of you are the dancing queen of the season. Nope. Um, and speaking of the devil, Denali, her interview, what did you make of hers? Uh, I thought she just looked stunning, to be honest with you. And I thought she was really cute and really funny. And um, she's just got so much class and so much talent. And I mean, like the look... I mean, and then when they recapped her looks on the show, I mean, there were so many bangers. Like, I mean, we were both shocked when she left, and I, I still am. And I think, as I said, like, there's no way if you look back at her track record and compared her fucking runway looks to Candy Muse's Beast look, that horrible thing with the pockets, and say they're po- and say that one should be in the final and one shouldn't be. Give me a break. Well, and not just Candy Muse, but also Utica and Tina Burner. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people made it further, than, and Olivia, actually. A lot of people made it further than Denali that didn't deserve to. Although, Denali did say, when talking about the ro- rumours of romance with Rosé, I thought that was a alliteration and a half, she said, <sighs> maybe after a few shots of Scottish whiskey. And I was like, well, oh, whis-. So does that mean she's broken up with her girlfriend, then? Boyfriend. Girlfriend. Boyfriend, sorry. <laughs> I get confused with my he, she, this. I don't know if they're just playing up to it at this point. I don't think there actually is a romance, but I think they both just mm. fancy each other. But I just took umbrage with the Scottish whiskey because it's like a unnecessary thing to say because all whiskey is Scottish. Yeah, but people wouldn't necessarily know that. And and actually, and actually, that's not true either because um, I watched something on CNN the other day about how um, they make a lot of whiskey in because um, isn't Jim Beamer whiskey? Well, I mean, it's just not you're not allowed to call it whiskey unless it's from Scotland. Or is that scotch, am I thinking of? I think that's scotch, babes. How champagne has to be made in champagne. Well, yeah, anything else is sparkling um, wine. What's it called? Like, um, yeah, there's there's those, there's, there's um, balsamic vinegar from, if it's Medina, then it has to be from the actual place. And the same as... Parmesan. Parmesan. Pa- 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 not Parmesan. 
No, Parmesan as well. The cheese has to be made in Parmesan in Italy, otherwise it's not Parmesan. Oh, Parma- oh right, okay. Not Parmesan. Parmesan. <laughs> Let's call the whole thing off. Patsy Parmesan. Parma hold my hand. Patsy Parmesan. Patsy Patsy Parmesan job. Okay. God, we are escalating. Um, what did you think of Denali's video, which was to K-pop band Blackpink and the songs? How do you like that? I love the song, and I love that she did she did skating, but. I'm going to give it a shit, unfortunately, because um, she just looked um, just like a bloke in a dress, like doing <laughs> doing um, doing some ice some ice skate some ice moves. I mean, it was it was very much like you know, no wonder she said such good friends with Rose because that's obviously Rose's whole vibe. But it was just looked like she just looked she just looked yeah, it was yeah, that's what it looked like, and it just like I mean, and the skating was good, but obviously, like if you're gonna I don't know if that's going to be your like party piece. I think it needed to be better than that. And I don't know. Sorry. Sorry. That's very harsh. The skating was amazing. She did a full nose flip in the air. Mm, she didn't do a headbanger though, did she? <laughs> yeah. Well, first of all, can I just say, I've never heard that song before. And to me, it sounded like Swagger Jagger by Cher Lloyd, which is not cute. Um, but um, so it was an odd choice of song. And then the thing is, because I've been a Denali fan I've got her on her Instagram and she posts a lot of ice skating videos to songs so I've seen her definitely ice skate oh. better than this so it wasn't oh. a lot, a lot oh. of fans might not have seen her ice skate like this so they might be a bit more wowed oh. but I I didn't think it was her well I haven't seen her I'm a fan and I haven't seen her ice skate and I wasn't wowed so end of I didn't like, love the look um, but I mean she, Ice skating like that is very talented. But yeah, it wasn't actually one of my favourite videos. I think we are pretty much on the same page. I didn't think she looked that blokey, but she didn't look her best. Um, They play a little game of Tuta Boot, and I like that La La Ree's look is now so iconic they're actually tooting it because it's gone so bad. (laughs) But I did like the fact that they said that um, she gets gets a toot because she actually then lip-synced for her life and won. (laughs) It is amazing she won in that outfit because, I mean... And it was falling apart, literally at the seams while she was doing it. Well, it looks better when it was falling apart. But I think one day she's going to redo that outfit on All Stars and like come back and mm. it'll be, look how it should have done, and it'll be even <laughs> how it should have done. There's not, there's no, there's nothing how it should have done. How it should have looked is Candy Muse's bag outfit, and it was still horrendous. Um, I think, but I, but I did like the fact that they they brought. Um, they brought up like the two similar wigs of Candy Muse and um, was it Simone or Olivia? Um, and yeah, and then and also you know they they you know they slated Tina Burner as well, which was good. And that she got a whole load of boots right in the fucking boot face. So um, I was quite pleased. I was quite pleased about that. Well, I mean, I think we've said it before, but like this season, I think has had some of the worst looks. Like there's mm. all of Tina's pretty much. There's Candy's had. A few horrible ones. That beast one, the pockets. One. Beyond or beyond horrible, they are shameful. The Elliot uh, cockatoo, as you said. I mean, some real stink, and then obviously Lala Reed. Some real awful, hard to stomach shit shows. Um, mm. So yeah, maybe it's because the season's been so long. They just had to resort to some desperation. But yeah, yeah. But I love um, to me. My favorite line of the episode actually is to me, Sherman talking about someday you'll know. And your children's children will know. Tina Burner liked red, yellow, and orange. Because <laughs> like, the fact that again, Tina Burner just seems to have not like 
I mean, she's kind of trying to be in on the joke, but I still don't think she is in on it because she's still doing it. And, uh, and she's, I mean, she's like, she's like, and she's like, ha ha ha. She's like, I mean, I've got so many comments. I got like Ronald McDonald, and I got like a a sexy fire lady, or so, I don't know, I can't remember what she said. But... Sexy hot dog. Yeah, that was it. Like, really... no one said sexy. They just said hot dog, bitch. You added the sexy. <laughs> and no one's and no one's ever said sexy hot dog about anything. <laughs> no, it's the same person who sent Kamara that one message. It's just someone trolling him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I did. Uh... Sorry, I got a bit ahead of myself. I forgot that Rue gave Lala the Golden Boot Award, uh-huh. which I I loved. I hope this becomes a regular award. And again, I one agree. of my favorite lines from the episode was Lala saying, "Oh, I'm going to put it in my bedroom next to the dildo." <laughs> She's just like cracking me up all episode. But back to Tina, um, as they say in Vauxhall. Um, she's still bitter about the Rusical, which I did. Agree, I, I think you agreed as well, Sam. She was a bit hard done by that episode because she was quite good. Um, she was quite good, but I was glad to see the back of her anyway. So, you know. Yeah, and. Um, I was glad to see her at her Big Mac buns walking off. I think we're both going to be on the same page for her video. So turn, turn it or burn it. It was my least favourite of all the videos. It was horrendous, and you could tell that she had done it in the room that she was in doing her um, doing her chat. Then so um, and you can really tell the difference. And there's just no, but there's there's a, there's a level of professionality, and also and when it comes to Tina Burner's Tina Burner's horrible horrible ropey rappy quacking she sounded like fucking she sounded like a dying skeletor it was fucking tina burner she was just awful and and like and who were those rando queens that were in the video as well I think she said some of her New York sisters, but that was, I thought they were mannequins at first. I know they were meant to look like that, but I think... They were mannequins on the move. <laughs> but she... You know when you can tell that someone... She thinks she's good at rapping. You, there was a lot of confidence oh, God, in that. Yeah. And it was so white. It was so cringe. And it was... She was referencing, oh. like, moments from the season that weren't iconic and weren't memorable as if they were. Oh, it's like someone rapping on, like, Pitch Perfect 4. It was just a terrible... And also, and also, like she references, like coming back onto All Stars as well. It's just like, okay, bitch. <laughs> and and it's and and it's also clear to see from this whole performance from this episode that she hasn't learned a thing since watching the show. No, she still wore red, yellow, and orange. And I get that she was trying to get in on the joke, but then I think she should have maybe mm. started off in red, yellow, and orange, and then torn it off, and then had mm. yes, different yes, had a moment. But it's like, no, you're still wearing the colours, and we just don't like it. We think yeah. it's horrible. And, and none of them liked her. They all said boot. <laughs> it was boot, boot, bootica. Um, <laughs> so they had the chat with Denali and Tina. Um, Denali says her and Rosie got eight inches closer. Um, they oh. are close friends. I wish they'd tour together, because you know that Denali's announced her tour is with Utica. Yeah, a friend. Well, a friend of mine sent. Well, a friend of mine sent that to me. They were like, "Oh, you know, suddenly Denali's on Utica's tour." It's like really because no one was fucking buying the tickets for Utica. I mean, she may get like five or six more when it comes to getting Denali on there as well. But like, I really can't imagine sitting through that. But obviously, if we get free tickets from the PR. We'd love to come. <laughs> yes, we'll we'll give a very positive review. I can't give a positive review review of Utica, but apparently Utica is one of the most popular queens from the season. Oh. After, after Denali, so wonders never cease. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so the reunion of the top four queens, um, we get Simone debuting her Annie Lennox ginger hair, which is quite weird. Yeah, 
that was a bit weird. I found I found that whole thing sort of a bit pointless. I did I did want I wanted to feel like oh my god, look they're back, but I didn't really feel anything. Well, no, because I mean they haven't seen each other for months, so to them it's a big deal. But we just saw them all last week, so it's not. We haven't been dying to see them all in a room together again. It's a no. bit of a continuity thing, and then they have the cringe sponsorship of bubble tea forced in there. Which <laughs> <laughs> why don't they get those awful big bags in there again and get that weird man to like give us a speech? The bags are brown. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we see the stage for next week's finale, Denali, which we still don't even know what it's going to be we don't know if it's a lip sync for the crown we don't know if they're doing a new format oh is it going to be an audience is it going to be an audience is it going to be bubbles is there going to be champagne we don't know um well i mean they'll maybe maybe they'll maybe they'll like wheel out some sort of um you know vaccine passport because they are really popular i've heard <laughs> oh yeah that's the final challenge we can get the vaccine <laughs> the fastest and then the top four introduce utica my favorite why was her background so messy I don't know, because she's a messy bitch. Um, she just had loads of um, just loads of clothes and stuff in the background. So I mean, it could have, should it, it looked more like she was doing like a quick interview on like you know News Twenty Four as opposed to like, you know, this. I don't get it. No, but Sam, we've done things like that where you you're filming from your living room or something, mm. and it's going up but being broadcast, and mm. you don't pick like a messy part of your house, like pick a white background or. Maybe she just lives in that. She, I think she lives in that closet, like some sort of like mole. And um, yeah, don't don't it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't condone that sort of joke. Um, shit. <laughs> um, no, I <laughs> hit me with your rhythm stick. No, I think. Um, I think she just lives. Maybe she's just. I think she's got that sort of like whiff of like living like a bit of a tramp. So I think you know that's probably probably the best the best she can do. You can imagine it being quite pungent. Um, uh-huh. But we find out maybe the source of a lot of her problems. She was once struck by lightning. <laughs> <laughs> which I'm surprised didn't happen again during the roast. If I was God, I would absolutely... <laughs> I would smite thee! Smite, I love that word. Um, her interview is quite creepy, which obviously is on brand. Uh, there wasn't too yeah. many revelations. But I'm interested to know what you made of her uh, video, which was to Halsey's You Should Be Sad. Right. Um, okay, so this gave me very big um, Dragula vibes. So um, I know I've talked about Dragula, bef- Dragula before, but like, um, so Dragula did a an episode last year, which was um, a Halloween special. And it was sort of like an all stars from the three seasons that have gone before. And they all had to do um, performances from, you know, where they were because it was it was COVID, etc. And some of the creativity was fucking beyond belief. Like there was like prosthetics and like, you know, and and the lighting and the scenes that they had created these dioramas that were just going to be them doing a lip sync. And um, so while I thought this was good, um, it gave me Dragula vibes, which then made me think, oh my God, she could have done about fucking 10 times better than that. And also the lighting, you couldn't see her face, you couldn't see her makeup. Um... I mean, I I liked the idea, I liked the strings and the cutting, but um, I'm gonna give it a shit because I just don't think it um, I didn't it didn't, I just it did it didn't give it didn't give me anything other than disappointment. Yeah, yeah I totally agree actually because it, when it first came on, I was like, oh, this is gonna be good because it felt interesting and it's yeah. like an opportunity to do something a bit different, something a bit uh-huh. creative, and I felt like yeah. she started that concept, but it just didn't 
execute it. And like, I thought uh-huh. when she was cutting, eventually she was going to cut herself completely free, and that was going to be some sort of concept. But mm, and sort of walk towards the camera, and you could see her full like gory makeup or whatever it was, you know. But not. But it was. But it was just like it was just the, the sort of like the light went down, and like it was just it was just all mainly silhouette. And I think it was just a missed opportunity for Utica to be honest. Another one. Oh. Especially given, like you say, um, it's a lip sync, so when you can't see your face, that's mm. kind of. Mm. And also, it didn't really go with the song. Like, I didn't know that song, but if you're going to do a Freddy Krueger kind of creepy thing, couldn't you think mm. a bit more of a, a like a love song or just something a bit more alternative? Mm. Oh no, exactly. Or like you know, like a Marilyn Manson or something. But like you know, or like a Marilyn like Manson would be amazing. Yeah. Or like, or like you know, one of um, Smashing Pumpkins is really orchestral numbers. Do you know what I mean? Like really dramatic, really sort of dark and sort of eighties, and then gone for it. And um, no, as I said, yeah, just missed opportunity. And then we get Olivia, who had a massive ginger wig, which was giving me RuPaul. Oh, I was living for that wig. Live. Um, what did you make of her video? Loved it. It was it was definitely in my top three of the week of the videos. It was so gloriously shot. Um, I loved all the silhouettes from like you know from the blinds, and it was just I thought it was stunning, and I thought she looked stunning throughout it. And it's such a good song. I think that was the difference um, in doing like it makes fucking. I don't know, Tina Burner marching up and down with her loser friends looked like a fucking cunt compared to, like, you know, Olivia, who was, like, writhing around with an amazing song, lip-syncing to it. It's like, it just showed the difference between, like, what you can do with a lip-sync compared to what you can do with your own janky song. I mean, give me a break. I do agree. I thought Olivia looked... I mean, she pretty much took my breath away. I was like, mm. the angles and the makeup. She mm. looked like Beyonce, really. Yeah, she was so... She did. Stunning, and I, I don't know if she can really play the piano. She was pretending. I thought that was cool. <laughs> I would say pretending. <laughs> pretending, yeah. Well, I just thought she was abs- absolutely like staring at the screen in shock. Like that bitch mm. is so mm. beautiful, and it was. Yeah. I think it was one of my tops. I don't know. I liked a lot of the videos, apart from really Tina Utica and uh, Tina and Utica. I think mm. all of them delivered for me a little bit. Um, but the weird thing is, I would have, I would have loved to have. I know because we're doing the finale, Denali next week. I would have loved to have seen what, you know, Gottmik could have, Gottmik would have done with that medium. Do you know what I mean? Given like, you know, the creative, given the creative, because it, it reminded me a bit of the finale with um last year with, with um Gigi Good, yeah, and yeah, and, and Gigi Good doing the uh, take on me thing. I mean, it was so creative and so good. I mean, like. They should have taken a leaf out of their book, surely, and done something as amazing as that. And that's why, because obviously we didn't get to see the Final Four's idea of what that could be, That's I was a bit disappointed by that, even though that was never going to happen. I totally agree. I think you're given such a blank page to like mm. be really creative. So just to do something as simple or as horrific as what Tina Burner did is at least <laughs> offensive. And do you know what else is offensive? Utica and Olivia's Q&A and this... Acting cute and like, oh, are we on a date? Oh, oh, <laughs> the food was really good. They were both creepy in this. Were they using the food was delicious as a euphemism? Was this meaning that they'd gone down on each other? I just thought it was vile. And I think they're faking it because I just. A euthanism. A euthanism. God, that's a mouthful, which is what <laughs> Olivia said. Um, I just think. No, I don't want that romance. I don't want that storyline. I'm not here for it. I don't want it. It's no. cancelled. Let's move on. on it. Yeah. 
So I ranked all the videos from first to ninth. You haven't done that, Sam, because I didn't tell you. So should I just uh-huh. read mine out? Yes. I think we both have the same number one, so should we say it at the same time? It was Joey. Olivia. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought you said Joey was your favourite. No, um... Yeah, no, of uh, of the ones that I could watch again, like, a few times, yeah, I agree with you. Joey J was my favourite one. So I had Joey J, then I had Denali, which you don't agree with, Lala Ree, Elliot with two Ts, Tamisha, Olivia, Kamora, Utica, and finally, I think we can both agree, Tina Burner. Tina Burner. No, it was just horrendous. Horrendous. But um, I think Tamisha would have... Tamisha, Tamisha would have been a bit higher for me. I think Joey J for me top, and then... Um, Olivia and then Tamisha, I think. So that yeah, they they are my top three. I mean, my bottoms, my bottoms are Tina Berda, Denali, um, and um, yeah, Utica. Tina Burner was Graham Norton's bottom as well. I heard. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were all good, so it's hard to split hairs apart from Tina. Yeah. Um, so the lip, they do a lip sync, which I was very excited about when they announced earlier on in the show. Oh. And, I personally think they only did this because so many people like me loved Denali and loved the 100% pure mm. lip sync. And they did, and they mentioned it a few times, which is great because it, be, it means that you're clearly not the only one that was just literally gagged by it. Oh no, it's had like loads of million views on YouTube and I still watch it every week since it aired, <laughs> which was about now three years ago. But um, I love it. I just think it's, I mean, I've gushed before. You don't need to give me gush again. <laughs> I'm still damp from the last time. <laughs> so she gets a rematch against Lala Ree because they lip sync together on episode one, which Lala Ree won, even though Denali was in skates. And they've picked a song which basically is begging Denali to do what she did on 100% again, yeah, yeah. which is, I didn't know this song, Be My Lover by LaBouche. I sh- Be My Lover? Why didn't you know that? It's a classic. Is it 2000s or is it late 90s? I'm not sure. I think it'll be mid 90s because anything from late 90s onwards I usually know. So you must have just oh. missed me. <laughs> um, just like that bullet um, so what did you think of this lip sync I loved it I mean it was just a sleigh from Denali again I think like she was the only one you were watching for me anyway um, and again I like, like when it was over I wasn't sure did 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 Rue even watch that or did she, did she just record one for each and they just then they just played it Rue hasn't seen a single episode or clip from season 13. He's just literally reading off the autocue cards at this point. But same as you, I watched it and I did literally just watch Denali, but obviously I I love Denali's lip syncing. But then the second time I watched it, I made sure to watch La La and she was really good as well. And at one point they were both bending over backwards at the same time, which was quite cool. Yeah, that was quite cool. So do you think, well, I don't think they, I think they must have recorded their own version separately. They didn't do it live on a Zoom, did they? Yeah, I think it will have been separate. But maybe they mm. planned to do that, but I don't know why. But I was worried at first, because when I saw Denali in that awful wig, I was like, that better be coming off, but then she did the gag. <laughs> well, it did come off. <laughs> Thank God. Although I will say this, Denali's performance was very slick, but I did think it kind of lacked passion, like we saw in her 100% lip sync. Well, because she was... I mean, this is the thing. This is why I fucking hate um, celebrity versions of quiz shows like Celebrity Pointless or... Um, you know, Bake Off or anything like that because um, they're just in it to basically show off. They don't really care if they're going to win or not because, you know, they're getting the screen time and the more rubbish they are, the more screen time they get. So what? What? that's what annoys with these shows because at the end of the day, like, when you watch it when it's normal people, they fucking try their hardest because they know they're going to get, like, thousands of pounds at the end of it. So it means a lot. So they really put everything into it. So I think because they because were just winning money for their charity, pff, not that bothered, Burbs. <laughs> That's so true. On the Chase Celebrity, they're always, whenever they gamble, 
um, they'll go, yeah, oh, it's not their money. They're they don't fucking money. <laughs> it's your charity's money. And your charity's money's going, oh, oh, please don't gamble it. But they gamble it so that they get the get a bit of screen time where um, where the camera zooms into the face of the world. They're going, oh, I'm so worried about losing all this money for, for you know, for the blind girls when, in fact, I don't really go. I think at the end, when they do that, they should, if they've lost the money, then say, oh, I'm going to make it up myself. But they very, very rarely do. In fact, I can't remember it ever happening. And a lot of the time, I do, you know, as obviously you know, I have, you know, some celebrity friends, a lot of them, like, you know, they go on these shows and they like, they're trying to win money for their fucking, you know, charities, when in fact they could really do with it themselves. <laughs> oh, my God. You know Jamae from Summer Heights High? Yeah. She's just released a podcast. Oh my god! I I haven't listened. I haven't listened. I haven't listened to it. But my friend sent it to me, and like, um, isn't the um, like the picture of Jermaine in the front? It just looks so obviously. It's massively photoshopped. I love it. <laughs> but it reminded me just then because she said um, for her twenty first birthday she's going to crowd. What's it called? Crowdfund for it. <laughs> so it's for yeah. really good cause, guys. But it's real. I think this podcast is going to get cancelled faster than ours because I mean, she's so offensive in it. Is it really offensive? Where can I get it? Because I must listen to it before it goes. I'll send you the link. I think it's not on Apple, but it's really, really good. Um, So Denali wins that lip sync for her charity. So Mm. I think now it's like the show is finally understanding how popular Denali is because obviously they undersold her through the season, and I definitely think she might be back for All Stars and potentially be a winner one day. I can definitely yeah. see that. Agreed. Um, so I don't have a lot to say about at the end, which is the top four. They show us some unseen footage from last week. The one thing I want to say was just that little rant about Rosé because I thought they all gave a little bit of extra speech and I thought Rosé's was so robotic. She oh said, my God, I can do that. all of it really well. No, but it's also, but it's also like again, like you know, like you just give me a challenge, I can do it really well. It's like, like having those skills doesn't make you the winner. It's the X factor, and you don't have it. I know, and it's not likable to just be like, I'm no. really amazing, and not no. do it with any irony. I just think you're missing the point, Rose. Like, we like were high... rooting for you. Yeah, but it's like, but it's like a high, it's like somebody in your high school that does like gets like a hundred percent and everything, hundred percent and everything, but that has zero personality to, like, to back it up. But they've got like they've got it all down on paper. Like Rose's got it all down on paper. We can see your skills. We know you can do this, but there's no lovability behind it at all. I know, and that's one of the reasons why I am ready for the season to end. <laughs> it's been a roller coaster ride, but it's been a long time. And next week we will end it on Monday. We will do the finale, Denali. Oh. We won't be off recapping wrong because oh, Drag Race Australia is coming the week after. <laughs> so we don't even get one week of off season. Yeah. <laughs> do we not even get one week off? Not even one fucking week, bitch. Um, you fucking oh, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm already gearing up to enjoy Drag Race Down Under. Like I've got all my accents ready to go. I can't wait. Do the whole season recapping in an Australian accent. I, I am going to. Thank you. So you have that to look forward to. Any Australian listeners? Listeners, we apologise in advance. Oh no, don't apologise because I have Australian family. I'm half Australian, and it's absolutely fine. Like literally, like I talk in a Catherine Kim voice to my family, and like sometimes, I, and sometimes we don't even know if that's our real voice or that's well, that's how we really talk. Oh, it's Richard. Right, so we will see you on Monday for the finale. Denali. Until then, should we click it out? Let's take care, guys. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Thank <laughs> you.